I suppose you've heard the news by now, said Henry. He slipped his hand into the pocket of his sport coat, but stopped himself. Look, I realize you don't want people to smoke in your office, but I'm not sure I can get through our session today without a cigarette. Dr. Kirsch leaned back in her chair. Are you tense, Henry? I am. Go ahead, then. We'll make an exception. She took an ashtray out of her drawer, placed it on the desk, and pushed it toward him. He tapped a cigarette out of the packet and lit up. Drawing the smoke deep into his lungs, he felt instantly centered. One more draw and the calming effect took hold. Crossing one leg over the other, he said, You've heard that the police have changed their mind about Bobby. Now they think someone else in my family is the Midnight Man. Oops, wrong guy. Sorry about that. You sound bitter. You're damn right I am. They ruined that kid's life and now they change their minds? Life isn't a blackboard, Doctor. You don't just get to erase your mistakes and start over. He paused to tap the ash off his cigarette. In the past week, the police have hauled me in twice to question me. Ditto for Barrett and Dad. They searched our houses, our cars, our workplaces. They've even put a tail on us. Dr. Kirsch gazed at him intently. I've been following the case in the news. You know, Henry, when you first came in, you said that you'd lied to the police. My guess is that part of your anger is directed at yourself because you're feeling guilty. Perhaps it's time you told me the truth. Henry studied her face through the smoke from his cigarette. I'm a liar, he said without preamble. I lied to the police. I lied to my mother. I lie all the time. How can you believe anything I say? But you haven't lied to me, have you, Henry? No. Everything I've told you, subjective as it was, is the truth. It's just... I haven't told you the whole truth. That's just another form of lying. Then go on with your story. I want to help you, but I can't unless I know what's really going on.